My name is Jeffrey Zagarias. Please join us as we give praise, honor, and glory to our loving, awesome, and merciful God. He is loving, he is merciful, and he is awesome. Welcome to Praise You, Lord, the underground, independent, Catholic, Christian radio broadcast brought to you by the grace of God and by your prayers once a week. Well, our, we try to do it once a week, and so far we've been doing okay. You know, we've been at this for several years now, and we are on Praise You, Lord, episode number, get this, guys, because I have some special guests. I'll introduce them in one moment. We're on episode number 150, which wow. is really kind of amazing. I just realized that. That's awesome. It's it's amazing for for a couple of reasons. It's uh, uh, we have Jeff Miller Sachs in on the program, who's no stranger to the program. He's been on several times, and uh, he's he's not only a good friend, but he um, he's he's one of my favorite guests. Jeff, how are you? Oh, thank you so much. That's so sweet of you to say. And I'm again, like I say every time, I'm so honored to be here, mm. and it's. I can't believe it's 150 because I think the last time was 100. Really? Yeah, I, I think you were on number 100, weren't you? 100. I think wow. you may you've been here bef- between that, Jeff. I believe. As a matter of fact, Jackson, if you get yeah. a moment, not right yeah. now, Jackson, would yeah, you yeah. would you look up and and back check on all the different episodes so people can go back and listen because there's a lot of backstory to what's going to be covered today. Yeah. Uh, on on praise you, Lord, and we are. We are doing this broadcast for um, in October 2020. Now let's see, this would be the well. We're we're actually pre-recording on the 8th of October, and this mm-hmm. this will be played on terrestrial radio uh, by the grace of God. You know, uh, on the 10th and 11th, I think that is would mm-hmm. be Saturday and Sunday, and that's 2020. And as a matter of fact, Jeff, we're um, you are you are. Not only the, um, well, you know, you you really have been on this program so many times. We've covered so many subjects, but we're actually cover a different subject today. But I would like to point back to okay. the folks all the different programs that you've been on, so that they can hear the the amazing music that you produce. The last time you were on, we had you playing your newest production. We'll speak briefly about that today. Well, we have uh, several times we showcase the Giving Shelter album and, of course, always showcasing your Giving Shelter fundraiser and project, uh, giving giving shelter to cancer patients and their families and um, and that incredible story. So those backstories are really important, folks, and you can go to our podcast and listen to those broadcasts that were that, that go back, you know, over the last several years. And here are those great, great uh, times that we had Jeff on. This particular broadcast, we're going to be speaking about a few things. We've got a, a small list here. And um, I just felt called to, to, to call you, Jeff. Was it yesterday or two days ago? Two days ago, I think. And um, 
you uh, said, Jeffrey, it's amazing. Yeah, I was thinking about you as well or something, right, Jeff? Something like that? Did we lose you, Jeff? I think we lost lost Jeff. He's frozen. Well, <laughs> it's a nice picture of him. You know, we, we got, we're, 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 <laughs> this is a new experience, Jackson. Yeah. Because we're, we've been experimenting with video as, as we spoke about in the last several episodes, right? And God willing, yep. we'll, we'll be doing video. So this is new. I mean, uh, not only, not only are we doing video, but Jeff's, um, Jeff is frozen on, on this video Skype yeah. and fortunately i mean for him right because if we release this video it's a nice picture of it wouldn't you say it is yeah it is. well you think of all the ways that you could get caught oh gosh right? like mid print oh whenever you get caught whenever you, okay he left that's uh, he's he's reconnecting that's good what i'm going to do is while while he reconnects is i'm going to start speaking about um the first thing that we wanted to talk about jackson and yeah. that is how we wanted to give testimony to the lord and how he um, how he intervenes in a, in a life and death situation. And it was really, I would say miraculous stuff. We, what, what, would, is that a fair way to describe that? Very fair. Yeah, I think so too. Yep. Okay. So folks, I've been, uh, explaining to you listeners, uh, that I almost died and this happens. Um, Jeff, you're back. I'm back. Yeah. Hey, good. I've just started to get in the story about about what how God basically saved me out of that situation. Oh, I almost died. So, um, what a story. Amen. Amen. What a story. Yeah. So I'm going to get into that. And then we're going to get get. Then we'll move forward. Um. So, I've been. You know, I've been. This is during the. For those who are listening in the future, this is the year of the shutdown of the basically the planet. And, you know, uh, and so because of that, and thankfully, I am so grateful that the Lord put on my heart about 10 years ago or more to do online lessons way, way before, way, way before anyone was doing that. If you're listening in the future, you might think, oh, wow, uh, that's a pretty common thing. But in this season, this is really new for a lot of people. A lot of people are have their kids at home or they're doing mm -hmm. their, their meetings online. I've been doing that for at least 10 years, and I started a business model with it, and I actually did it for three straight years. I lived, lived in the mountains a couple years, and I lived in Brazil, and I'd come back to, to um, South Florida for you know about half a year or something like that during those three years. But I was doing mostly everything online, and, uh, and Jackson was a part of that. You were taking lessons yep. in that season, Jackson. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and so at any rate, thankfully I've been, I'm able to do that. So I decided, you know what, why don't I get out of Dodge and go up into the mountains and get away from people and go where I love to be and be able to visit my, my family, be near my, um, elderly dad and so on, which is what I did. So I've been hiking a lot. I've been doing a lot of hiking throughout the year and I've hiked exclusively alone hmm. and I've hiked all over the place. And that's a little bit dangerous, but I feel pretty confident that I I I, I know my way around uh, in in the mountains. I take precautions, and I try. You know, I had a I had one scary situation where I almost got a little bit lost up on a mountain in the very cold, and uh, that's a different story. But and I prayed through that, and the Lord really. 
thank God I prayed through it. It could have been really bad, but um, because it was very cold at that time, and um, but about a month ago it was really hot, and I was in I was in New England mountains, and I actually had a friend say, "Do you want to go for a hike?" I said, "Oh, sure." Uh, that sounds great. And so we did. And we went about two miles in and, and she wanted to walk this old railroad, uh, this old railroad um, uh, track, you know, the, the railroad tracks. They were, they were very old. And mm-hmm. so we did. And real hot day, feeling great, feeling wonderful, feeling healthy, out in nature, not a care in the world. It's on a Sunday. I have the day off. And I hear from behind me, going coming all the way down the railroad tracks, I hear a buzzing sound, and I feel a bump. And this big hornet or bee, I don't know which, uh, bumps into the back of my leg, full speed, coming down the railroad tracks, and, I, and it stung me. And I was like, ooh. I was like, and, it, and I saw it. I saw it go out ahead of me after it stung me. And I said, I think I just got stung by a bee. And... Didn't think much of it. I've been stung by bees a zillion times. We continued to walk. I don't know how long, maybe 10, 15 minutes. And we were approaching a railroad bridge. Again, we're literally in the middle of nowhere at this stage. But we see a railroad bridge. And as we're coming to the bridge, I'm feeling a little weird. And and I felt weird before, but not this kind of weird. And I was like, it was just so weird. I don't know how to explain it. It was a new experience. I get to the railroad bridge with her. And look down, and there's a beautiful mountain. Bro- it's not. It's bigger than a brook. It's a small river, maybe 20 feet across, and people are wading in it. They're probably up to their, you know, adults could probably go up to, uh, I don't, not over their heads, certainly. And there were kids in it. There were about 20 people in it, enjoying bathing in this river, this beautiful river. And I thought to myself, if I could just get my feet in that river, I'd probably feel fine. So I went down the embankment, got to the river, kept my head up, and I saw two adults looking at me. Most, most of the other people were children. And I said, I said, I said hi. They said hi. I sat down, took my boots off, took my socks off, put my feet in the water, and went unconscious. Wow. Okay. I heard my friend say, what's going on? Are you okay? What, what, what's happening? I said, yeah, I, I'm okay, but everything's getting bright. And that's what happened. Everything started fading, but it was things were getting brighter. And I went into a white light that felt so peaceful. Now imagine the people that I, when I, when I came to, I came to, I, I'm guessing about a minute later, and then I went out for at least five minutes from what I was told. Wow. The per the man that I had said hi to, he was a young, I would guess in his thirties, young man, young man, young 30 year old man in decent shape. And a, the woman he was with was looked about the same age. When I came to the first time he was working on me, he was massaging my, where my heart is and stuff hmm. saying, Jeff, 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 you know, to me, um, you know, wake up and stuff like that. And, and I did, I came to, and then I went out again and I went into this bright light, completely peaceful. And then I came to again about five minutes later. And when I came to the, there were two police officers there 
there were three people, EMTs there, and they were deferring to that person who had come to me in that first moment because mm -hmm. that that person happened to be by incredible, I don't believe this could be a coincidence, was a medical doctor from a prestigious um, hospital from the Boston area. And his oh. wife or girlfriend or friend, I'm not sure which, she's, I think it might have been his wife perhaps, but maybe girlfriend. She was a nurse from another prestigious Boston hospital. And we have very good hospitals in Boston, as you know, uh, Jeff. Yeah. You being a Bostonian yourself originally. Um, so, Always. What's that? Always. Always my heart. Go Celtics, right? So <laughs> even in LA, you, you root for the Celtics. You, you, must be, yeah. you must be a really nice person to be able to get along with those people out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Being a big Celtics fan. So, so at any rate, um, uh, so he, so here I am, uh, kind of coming to, and there are all these people now they're deferring to this man because he's a medical doctor. He's, he is the one with the authority in a situation like this. And he's still massaging my chest area, like waking my heart up. I hear him say to the EMT as, as, He's speaking to me. He's saying, what day is it? And he's asking me questions to see if I'm coherent at all or have memory. And, uh, and so, um, he, in the, in the, in, during the conversation and trying to figure things out, uh, a few things happen that are probably not that important, but, but the important things are that he said, and my, uh, friend that was there and was there for the whole thing and witnessed the whole thing, um, said that, he said to the EMTs, I could not find a heartbeat. I could not find a pulse. Wow. And then he's correcting himself. I had trouble finding a pulse. So I, I don't, I, I think at the very least I was at the, the gateway of the other world, so to speak. Um, I don't know if I died. I don't know if I almost, I would say I probably almost died. But one thing mm -hmm. I can say for sure is it was so peaceful. It was pure light and it was pure peace like you could not like you could nothing like you could ever imagine. And the man said to me, yeah. you're going to get on. He said to me, he must have said it. Oh, I have the poor guy. He must have said it a hundred times. OK, Jeff, I'm going to I'm going we're going to put you on this stretcher. And we're going to move you out of here. We're going to get you in the ambulance. I said. I said, thank you, sir, so much for your help. You're, God bless you, I said. But I'm not getting on that stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no, Jeff, no, Jeff, listen. He said, we're going to get you on this stretcher, and then we're going to carry you across the river. We're going to put you on the ambulance, and we're going to bring you to the hospital. I said, I said, God bless you, sir. You are like an angel. You, you're like an angel. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. I'm not getting on that stretcher. We <laughs> <laughs> just said it a hundred times. I'm telling you, we went back and forth, and he got, and then he started yelling at me. Now the guy next to me, I didn't know who any who any of these people were. As Jackson knows, I, I carry a weapon with me everywhere mm -hmm. I go, right? Because I believe in. I, I say it this way: I'm a pro-life guy. I'm pro my own life. <laughs> okay you know i believe in in protecting myself 
So I'm I'm in the middle when I especially when I go you know out in the woods. I mean I'm definitely going to be carrying a weapon. So mm-hmm. I had my I had and I'm you know I'm trained and so on. So he said, "What's this?" I said, "That's my gun." He said, he's, and then he said, "Do you have a license?" The, the police officer said, "Do you have a license for that?" I said, "Yes, I do." And then they then they were fine. But I looked over, and because before this all happens, I looked over to my left. And because I didn't know who anyone was, I'm like, I, I don't know these strangers. I don't know. There's mm-hmm. a guy here in his bathing suit working on my, my heart, you know, <laughs> <laughs> telling me what to do. <laughs> you know, but I look over to my left and I go, wait a minute. I know that it was a police officer. I said, I know this man. I said, this is a good man. I trust this man. And he was an EMT at one time. He was originally, and I know that because I had to call this man. Uh, for breaking and entering issue during this COVID season, uh, my place got broken into three times. So um, with me in it, okay? So in one of the places that I've been staying. So at any rate, um, I knew him because I filed a report with him. I knew we knew each other. And I said, I know this man. I trust him. So I'm not worried at all, right? He was literally to my left, he was right next to me when I woke up, which wow. brought me great solace, you know, great peace, mm-hmm. you know, when I woke up. Um, so then this doctor, he yelled, literally yelled at me. He's like, Jeff, he goes, you're going to go on. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to go on that stretcher and we're going to put you on that stretcher. We're going to carry you across this river and you're going to go in the ambulance and you're going to the hospital. And I said, I said, sir, I said, you are wonderful. You are like an angel. You, I can't thank you enough for what you've done for me. But I'm not going on that stretcher, right? <laughs> so he goes, and then he yelled even more. I mean, he really got frustrated. And he said, he said, I, I said, I'm not going on that stretcher. I can't afford to go on that stretcher. I said, that stretcher. I can't afford the, the hospital bill. So he said, he goes, what is money? You, you just lo- almost lost your life. And I said, I said, sir, I appreciate everything you did for me, but to be honest with you, that was the best 20 minutes, excuse me, that was the best five minutes I had this year. <laughs> that five minutes apiece was the best five minutes I had all year. <laughs> so at any rate, I got. I said, listen, I just need some water. I thought I was only dehydrated, and I certainly was dehydrated. So I, mm-hmm. I gulped down five things of water. They, I, le- I allowed them, them to take my blood. Uh, for mm-hmm. blood sugar, I hadn't had that checked in many years. And I understand diabetes is potentially could put me in a situation like that. I had mm-hmm. an EKG looked. They did give me an EKG. Everything was like, you're fine. I'm like, great. I kind of knew that. I knew I needed water. I'm like, I remember saying to these people, I said, I just need water and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave now. And, and I said, <laughs> can I have some water? There's 20 people all around me looking at me. And I go, does anybody here have water? And no one would answer. And I looked at my feet and I looked at this beautiful river in New England coming out of the mountains. I said, and I said, I looked, I was, ju- I was thinking to myself, if they don't give me water, I'm just drinking right out of this river. And I thought to myself, my ancestors would have drank out of this river. Mm-hmm. And then I said to them, I said, you know, my ancestors would, would have drunk right out of this river. <laughs> so, so, so. So they said, I'll tell you what, if you, if you agree to walk over to the ambulance, we'll give you water. 
So I did, and I went over to the ambulance. That's that allowed them to give me an EKG, and uh, all wonderfully nice people. But but I told a story now. So that's that's my story. So um, I told a story by the way to uh, to a person who's not a faith. I don't know if he believes in. I don't know if he knows if he believes in God. I think he probably does because he's questioning. He's not a religious person. He's a wonderful guy that I went to. I went to school with uh, engineering school and studied electrical engineering with him at Northeastern. We've been friends ever since. And again, not a faith-based kind of person. And we're just speaking about this incident. And I said, he said. He said, well, now, wait a minute. He said, you got stung by a bee? I said, yeah. He said, and you were able to walk to this bridge, and you took the exact amount of steps to get to this place where you said hi to these two people, and you passed out? And I'm like, yeah. And it's like, and there was an access, happens to be an access road right there, so they could get that ambulance in there. Yeah. He said, and you happen to say hi to a medical doctor and a nurse? I said, yeah. He <laughs> said, you know that's statistically impossible. That's statistically absolutely impossible. He said, that's a miracle. Yeah. That's a miracle. He was looking at it as an engineer. He's saying, that's not possible. For all those things to line up like that. Mm -hmm. Another person I mentioned this to said, yeah, man. Listen to this one. Another friend that I, that I mentioned this to said, yeah, man. He said, I went on the other side too. I said, you did? He also is not religious. He said, yeah. He said, you know that guy with the hood? That dark guy with the hood, he goes, he's real. I said, what do you mean? He said, I woke up with bruises all over my body. I wouldn't let him take me. He said, I battled him. I said, I'm not going with you. And he swore. I won't say what he said. And he, and he fought, allegedly, this Grim Reaper type person uh, that when he was on the cusp of dying, he's, he's my age. 50, about 50, somewhere around early 50s. So that's a, he, and he said to me, he goes, you must have went to heaven. I think I went to hell. Well. And yeah, he said, yeah. he said, I think I've been sent back too, but I went to hell. I don't know if I went to heaven. That's not what I'm saying. This is, this was his interpretation. <clears throat> so at any rate, um, God is faithful. And, uh, and I, and as you said, Jeff, after I, mention this to you, Jeff, that, you know, um, clearly, clearly my time on earth is not finished mm. and I have some things to do. So, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I think it's an amplification and a, a reaffirmation of faith. It's got to, it, you know, we talked about it, it. It sounded to me like, well, now that you've seen the light, there's no fear. Because you know heaven's there. Affirm mm -hmm. your faith. And that also that you were kicked back out. You get stuff to do. You you still have a mission to complete. There's things you have to do here. Mm -hmm. And that's got to be electrifying. That's an interesting way of pointing it. I don't, I wouldn't say I feel electrified. I don't know how I feel. I, it took me about a month. I've, I'll tell you this, my body felt really weird for about a month. I mean, mm -hmm. when you, when when you almost die, you don't you don't go back to normal. I'm talking on a well, on a physical level. I'm not just a psychological 
or spiritual. I'm not. I'm talking about physical. And I I came to this realization. I better slow my butt down. You know. Mm. Um, now, by the way, I didn't. No one ever came to the conclusion it was the bee. However, I had. I get visions and I get dreams. Right. I don't speak about that too frequently um, on this broadcast, but it's pertinent to this uh, conversation because on a Wednesday I woke up and it usually, it often happens when I'm about to fall asleep or when I'm waking up. And I think this is common for a lot of people that, that get these visions, or I guess I'm, I'm calling it a vision because I didn't hear words and I saw something in my mind so mm. clearly. And I wasn't consciously thinking about anything like this. And I woke up and I just had this uh, well, in that case, was that a vision? That's a great question. I don't know, but I had knowledge. I knew somehow as I'm waking up to get up and do a search on a computer about about bee stings. And I did, and I got up, I did that. I, I spent the morning, about three hours in the morning, I found out something I didn't know, and people who are listening may know this, that, that a person can develop a fatal uh, or a, a, a fatal allergy to bee stings any time in their life. I've been stung by, I'm an outdoorsy person. I've been stung by bees. I don't know. I mean, a lot of times, I don't know. And they never bothered me. Right. So that was like, not, I was just thought, I just thought to myself, I was dehydrated. And that was the end of that story. Cause I didn't really drink enough fluids that day. It was a dry out. I was walking and mm -hmm. it was negligence and I had, yeah. didn't have enough water. That was what I thought. And so I went to the doctor, I made a, an appointment to see the doctor and that's another wonderful story, but I won't get into that. But but uh, uh, long story short, was she said, you know, that was that happened because of that bee sting. You got you need an epipen. So hmm. here, if you're watching, here they are. They happen to be next to me. <laughs> oh. So I have two epipens. They come in two. They're not cheap. Well, it's not it's not it's not cheap to 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 live. You know. <laughs> Well said. The taxes keep pouring in. Jackson knows he's got four four miles to feed plus a wife, right, Jackson? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, Jeff got frozen again. He's good at getting frozen. Look at that. That's a pretty yeah. pensive look. He really freezes <laughs> so well. Hey, he snapped out of it. <laughs> he's back. <laughs> Jeff, you freeze really well on Skype, man. You got a, like a superpower I didn't know you had. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, can are you are you breaking? Uh, can we speak? Sounds like you're breaking up a tiny bit. Could you reconnect real quick? Can you try to reconnect real quick, Thank Jeff? You. I don't think he can hear me. I didn't know I had it either. <laughs> well, it's, just, it's really delayed. All right, so let's... <laughs> Jeff, can you, can you hear me? Um, yeah, hang, I'll hang up and call right back. Okay, so this is way delayed, yeah. huh? Okay, thank you. So, Jackson. Yes, sir. Wow. Wow, so that's that, some testimony, Jeff. I've never gotten to hear the whole thing this is it, the first time you and i it takes really me 20 minutes to spit it out and i didn't even get into some of the details right so yeah, yeah. Sure, i'm sure it's incredible jeff wow what a powerful testimony mm. and you know i'm thinking about um what what your friend the one you had went to school with had said um you know clearly from a 
Whoa. Jackson just, we just lost Jackson. All right, let's, folks, we're having technical difficulties here. We just lost Jackson. Hey, hey Jackson. Hey, Hold on, let me replug you into the broadcast. Hopefully that works. Can you, are you there? Yep, I'm here. Okay, keep going with what you're saying. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, like what your friend was saying, there is no way, there is no way all of that stuff could be a coincidence. Right. Right. I mean, it was, it was so, um, even just thinking about it from a stats perspective, like he said, right. Statistically, that's, that's, that's a miracle. Correct. That's a miracle. And I think with the ears of faith, you know, you might say, I feel like we, we would jump to that conclusion pretty quickly, right? We'd hear something like that and be like, oh yeah, I mean, that's totally the Lord. Um, but I think what an awesome testimony, right? That um, the Lord, uh, the Lord's goodness, and the way that He was taking care of you is so obviously present that it ends up a really powerful witness to somebody um, that, that might not have seen it any other way. That's a great point. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that that certainly happened. There's Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Um, Hi. I think. I think yeah. Now I'm back on the phone. Or oh, you're back on the phone. <laughs> All right, we'll do the best we can. So we got you now. Let's, um, Jackson, great points, and I agree with you. Let's move on and, and, and speak about Eddie Van Halen. He died a few days ago. Jeff and I grew up with Eddie Van Halen. Jackson, obviously, you know Eddie. Well, you were a big Michael Jackson fan, so you probably at the very... Everyone knows Eddie Van Halen pretty much. But, but, Je but Jeff and I remember when there wasn't a Van Halen, right, Jeff? Right. And it was like the whole world changed when Van Halen 1 came out. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. It was the, the guitar sound, the vocal sound, just the, the whole. There hadn't been a power trio like that since Led Zeppelin. That was just so earth shattering musically to whatever else was going on around. Hmm. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, he. He just revolutionized the the guitar. No one had ever heard, you know, sounded like that before. And um, right. so we um, we have some connection with him. You know, of course, David Lee Roth. Did you know the Roths, Jeff? Did you, did you grow up in Swampscott? Yes, I did. Did you know the Roths? Um, yeah, well, um, his dad was a, a um, very prominent um, eye surgeon. Correct. In San Gabriel Valley, um, in Alhambra, actually, that's where I met him. But he was also just just uh, in Melrose. On the uh, my understanding is right uh, across the street from Melrose Wakefield Hospital, just outside of Boston, because he yeah. worked on a lot of people uh, around us growing right. up. But I met David David Lee Roth's dad because no, that's his dad. I I I think it's his uncle. It's his uncle. Yeah. Whose name's David. It, by the way, yeah, yeah, and he's got he's got an uncle Saul that I knew. Okay, but um, David's dad was in the same office building as the surgeon who saved my life. Oh my goodness! They were two offices apart. Wow. 
And um, that and was that was my um, closeness with him. I would see him oftentimes on my follow-up visits after the surgery. Our surgeries, plural, because it took a few. See, I didn't know that. And it's like, you know, we prayed before the broadcast for the Lord to really guide our our conversation, and, and I'm so glad I brought that up. I never even thought to bring that up, actually. Um, it, it, the magic and the miracle of what we do. Yeah, I man. I mean, you know, so beautifully. When I believe when we when we ask God and invite Him into our lives, uh, only amazing things are going to happen. It brings that 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 divine spark. I think you use that that phrase a lot, or did have into yeah. our conversation, into our music, into everything we do. When we invite him into in, into our space, it's so true. Mm. Also, it's incredibly true. Um, I'm gonna try something. Something weird happened. Well, keep. I don't. I like I don't your audio. Don't do anything. Don't try okay. not to do anything. Do keep All going right. with what you got. We got. I see you. you. I hear you. All right. <laughs> oh, I, I and I should be. We lost the recording, right? Because we have to. I guess oh. that's too bad. I guess I can hit record again. Yeah. We have the audio. We'll have to put like a pic. We'll put, perhaps we'll pick a nice still of, of Jeff because he really looks yeah. good when he's still. I knew <laughs> you would say that. <laughs> With my little girl. She's cute. She is. She is cute. She's, She's a, good a good singer. Girl. That's. Yes, she is. Yeah. So Jeff, um, um, so Jeff, you know, uh, I, here I am, a person who, well, relatively in my adulthood at least, you know, as a child I did have a situation, but um, for the most part in my life I've been very healthy. Um, thank God. Uh, um, thank God, yeah. I had that season, right, when I cried out to God, I was not healthy then. Although uh, physically they, 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 the doctor said, you're, you're in great health. But there were serious, some serious problems going on in my life. That's You'll hear... If, if anyone wants to hear that testimony, I think even the last broadcast, 149, I go into that. But, but Jeff, here I am. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling great. And all of a sudden, and Jackson, and, and, and I'm a bee sting away. I'm not even allergic to bees in my mind because I've been stung a zillion times. And I get stung by a bee and I'm about to die, but don't know it. And I basically either died or had a near death. I, I would, I'm calling it a near death experience because I don't know what. You know, it's English, whatever. Whatever it is, it was really close to right. being dead. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh about my own death, but I don't know why I don't know why I find that I don't, I don't, know, why, I don't know why I find that funny. <laughs> but but Jeffrey, we can we can only use the vocabulary that we have. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I mean put a caveman in the room today and ask him to describe the computer or the internet. That's right. That's exactly. That's a good way to put it. Yep. Um, Jeff. So we were speaking about Eddie Van Halen. He died of cancer. Right. He was struggling with it for a long time. You have a you you your um your mission is raising money for. You have a fundraiser specifically for cancer, and you're no stranger to it. But before you had, and you 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 are. Recovering from cancer, your wife died of cancer. Yeah. Three of your dogs had cancer, and this dog is you're treating for cancer, right? Yes. Sweepy. Yes. So, um, 
you are well acquainted with cancer. You're, but however, backstory, just so people know, and we brought up Dr. Roth, he saved your life. Was it the first time? I mean, you've had a lot of, I mean, here I am. I had, I've had very little problems health-wise. You've had health problems. I, and, and, and if I remember your testimony, I think we, I, we uh, reacquainted my memory. I thought it was 18 when, in conversation prior to going online here. Uh, with our program, but it was 16. They thought that the doctors predicted you wouldn't live past 16, correct? Right. When I, w- when I was 15, doctors said that I probably wouldn't make 16. Wow. And that went on for a decade. For a decade. Wow. <laughs> and then the, the surgeon in the same office building as Dr. Roth, I had, the, again, so many things happen that are just, too uncanny to not say that God was involved. I I had been on the road for 18 months straight touring, playing music and working sound and road crews and things like that. Wait a minute, let me back you up. You're not not speaking about when you were 15, I don't think. No, uh, I was 21, 22, 23. Okay, so you got got beyond the 16th year, obviously, we know that. Yeah. Right, even though you look... You look like you're 16 almost. I mean, uh, I mean, so uh, you are so <laughs> this is a handsome guy, man. You age really well. <laughs> I'm telling you, unbelievable. Um, Sweet Pea likes me, so it's all good. Well, but I, 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 um, battled through and battled through and, and I'd been on the road doing music in my early twenties and I was on the road for 18 months straight. And during that time I had, five surgeries four of them were emergencies and the fifth one was a need to have but shouldn't have had it right then Mm. the result i got meningitis and they thought i was going to die i was in respiratory isolation for six weeks packed in ice four weeks with 104 fever from the meningitis oh my goodness Um, and and i they didn't expect me to get out of there I had relatives here in Southern California who said, come out to the coast, sit by the pool, relax, have a few laughs, read a book. And I came out and um, I was still very sick. I got a job on my va- my recuperation vacation. And that's where I met Janine, my late wife. And uh, not soon after we were married, I ended up in the hospital. But... I was at UCLA Medical Center, and I don't want to say anything bad about UCLA Medical Center, but things didn't go well for me there. Mm. And it just so happened, you know, that I transferred to this little community hospital in our town where we were living that was within walking distance of our house. Jeff, Jeff, before you continue, before you continue, is your hand on your phone? Because there's a rubbing noise. Can you... Recognize uh, yeah, what that sound is. It, it sounds better already. There's something okay. I think maybe you're something's or a cable or something. It, it's inter. I wouldn't say interrupting, but it's distracting. And this is a very important story. I want people to hear it. Oh, okay. Clearly. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Please continue. Um. All right. So we we transferred me to the local hospital in our our town that was within walking distance of yep. our apartment. Right. Because we didn't have a car. We were dirt poor. And it was close to home, so Janine could keep an eye on me, and it happened to be also a block away from where she was working at the time. Mm. So she could stop in at lunch and check up on me. 
What we didn't know was it was the premier hospital in the country. People were flying in from all over the world to have um, the specific surgery that I had that saved my life. Oh, my goodness. Got rid of the, the colon cancer. Wow. That was the doctor, the premier doctor was my surgeon. Isn't that something? And it miraculously, um, that, that particular trip to the hospital, that's where we met. Um, two years later, finally had to have the surgery and I was weighing 95 pounds and bleeding profusely. And it was either that or die. Um, and came through that and Janine helped me build a life. And, and, you know, I, I remember when I turned 30, Janine said to me, so how does it feel to be 30? And I said, well, I don't know. It feels like Tuesday. I'm not supposed to be here anyway. So it's just another day. It's a good day. And, and then I thought about it. Wait a minute. If I'm not supposed to be here, what am I doing here? I was, I was just given a get out of jail free card, a, a new shot at life. I had terminal cancer and now I'm here four years later. I've got a job. I'm wearing a suit. You know, I'm looking respectable and, and, and I've got a wonderful, wonderful, amazing wife. I have to do something with this. What am I supposed to do with this? And my head exploded trying to figure it out right Mm. then and there. Mm -hmm. And I thought fast forward to 2010 when Janine was diagnosed with lung cancer, I thought, oh, now I know my purpose. I'm supposed to save her life the way she saved mine. Hmm. It didn't work out that way. Unfortunately, she died a year later. But in the process, I met the doctor who saved my life and who's helped me save other people's lives. Wow. Who's this wonderful doctor, uh, Dr. Akbar Khan, Khan at Medicore Cancer Centers in Toronto. And he prescribed things for me and gave me things that you can't get in the United States. Wow. And he was turning Janine's cancer around as well with just five days on one of these medicines. You know, um, Jeff, please, can you, for the listener, can you explain what you mean by they can't, people can't fathom that they can't obtain something that's helping people in the United States. Could you explain what you mean by that? Oh, yes. Basically, um, there are treatments that are available in other parts of the world that have not gone through FDA testing and all the, all the clinical trials and everything that needs to, to enable it to be used by doctors practicing in hospitals and practicing medicine here in this country. Um, but it's legal in Canada. And it's saving lives in other parts of the world. Right. So that that drug is called DCA that Janine was on. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Khan, based on what he read on my blood labs and my symptoms and everything like that, put me on a, a, a drug with a similar benefit of helping your own cells un- unlock their own cancer-fighting capability. Mm. And he mixed that with another cell regenerator. Uh, my cancer was different than Janine, so he he used this approach. And um, basically, after Janine died, uh, I'm jumping around in the story. Janine sadly didn't make it, um, but I kept a relationship with Dr. Khan, 
And this is segueing into what my mission, what I figured out my mission to be was I learned so much during Janine's battle about the things that insurance doesn't pay for and the fact that you can't get these treatments unless you do it under the table, that you can't work with a doctor in this, in this country in a regular hospital under normal circumstances when you're using an alternative treatment. So I said, well, look at all this stuff that I've learned. I, I learned that cancer is expensive, not only with the, the medicine and the treatment and everything, but we were, Janine was getting treated 100 miles away from where we lived in Southern California traffic. So that mm. could be a three or four hour drive in an emergency situation. Mm -hmm. So we were living in hotels for over six months of that time. We had over $70,000 of medical and medical related expenses in her one year cancer battle. And when we went to the American Cancer Society, American Lung Association, because she had lung cancer and other places to get financial aid, they didn't have anything for the housing. They didn't have anything for some of these other other things like in-home care. I needed help with, with taking care of Janine because I couldn't give her physical therapy all by myself. I couldn't do, you know, walk three dogs, cook, clean, do those basics. Sure. And be her 24-7 caregiver. Mm -hmm. So I needed help for that. And there, was, there wasn't help then. So that's why I got this idea to start a, a fund and, and create Giving Shelter, which now, is the fund. And Giving Shelter is bigger than that, Jeff, right? Because her, her wish for you was to, when she passed on, was to, to pursue your greatest love, which is the love of, of songwriting and making music. Yes. She said, for God's sake, get back into music because I know it's your oxygen. She, she, she was amazing. I, I can't even begin to say it. It would take up three hours. That's wonderful. I just, I just, this is great about the, about, um, the video that I think we missed. I, I love audio, right? We're, we're all musicians. I love to, I learn very well by listening. Uh, personally, it's, it's, it's something, it's something I love to love to listen to talk radio. I like to listen to people. I love conversation. I like to listen to the sounds of nature. However, you know, when you expressed your love for your wife and, and how wonderful she was or is, um, even still looking at your face, it just tells such a big, it, it's, I mean, you're just, you don't realize it, Jeff, but you're just glowing right now. And for the listener, if you could see Jeff's face, I mean, he's already handsome, but he looks like an angel right now <laughs> because he's speaking about the woman he loves, you know, his wife who passed on. That's beautiful, Jeff. My angel. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Beautiful. So in her honor, that's what I did because she also said, do things that make you happy because life is too short. And the thing, there's two things that make me happy, music and helping others. And I saw an opportunity to combine them. And I thought long and hard about it. How could I do this? I'm just one guy. How do I get it out there? And I looked at the, the PBS model when public broadcasting asks you for money they give you something in return. Sure. Something of value and something to remind you that you did a good thing and maybe you'll do it again. Mm -hmm. 
And so I set out to record a, an album and I got a lot of my rock star friends to participate. And that's what the Giving Shelter album came from, is that seed. Yeah, and, and, and uh, that, that story is documented in a few places in our archive. You can listen to that listener on Praise You Lord archives uh, during, on the podcast. And Jackson, if you get, if you get those numbers, do you have those numbers? I do. What what, I are, do. what are the t- please please enlighten all of us, and especially yeah. the listener, and and yeah. and and tell us where where we can listen to that these amazing stories of Jeff's um, because there's miracles right in there, Jeff. That how and when when Jeff listener when Jeff speaks about rock stars, I mean, he has an incredible album. Number one, it's the most important thing to me is it sounds incredible. Two of them now, actually, there are two of them. And I want you to go out and buy them, by the way, not not for Jeff. I want the I want you to buy them for you, because you're going to be doing something wonderful. You're going to be helping cancer patients and their families. Well, number one, number two, you're going to get two of the best records from the last twenty years. Two of the best produced records. These records are incredible. It's really hard to find good music these days. I found some. It happens to me, my good friend. And on these records are some of the best musicians in history. They've played, all those musicians have played with all of the best. It's star-studded. Anyone in the music industry will know their, their household names to anyone in the music industry. They know these all of these folks. Too long a list to, 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 to name, but you can hear the details and hear the music if you want on these broadcasts that, that we have recorded. J- Jackson, what are those numbers, please? Yeah. Um, so episode number 64 um jeff is is talking about giving shelter and the funding um housing for cancer patients and their families um episode 90 with jeff episode 100 and episode 118 and episode 124 and episode one fifty, if you want to hear it again, because who That's knows? Right. I mean, this. <laughs> I'm glad they can't see me because I'm so blushing and I'm so flattered. It, truly, truly, it's just, thank you for your kind words, and you know, continuing on with the with kind of a rehash that you can hear in the other episodes. Oh, Jeff, Jeff, I, may I answer? May I interject one moment? Sure. I just sure. realized we're all we're getting close to the end of the broadcast. We're not that, but what I haven't done is done a station ID, and I need to thank the, the stations. We got right okay. into the topic, and so first of all, I want to remind people who are listening: you're listening to "Praise You, Lord." We're the underground, independent, Catholic Christian radio broadcast brought to you by the grace of God once a week and by the power of your prayer. So I want to thank all of you for praying for us, and as you can hear. Your prayers are making a big difference. And this show is really a miracle, actually, in many ways. Uh, it's not funded. We don't ask for funding. And it's it takes a lot of work and a lot of technology, a lot of knowledge, and a lot of grace and a lot of um, uh, blessing to bring in great guests who have wonderful testimonies like Jeff Miller-Sachs and many others. We, we found ourselves on testimony. Our, our primary pillars are three of them testimony, thanksgiving, giving God thanks for the great things that he does, and praising God for who he is. 
So first of all, we tell our stories here about what God has done in everyday, ordinary people's lives, because to some people, people are just ordinary people, but we believe, or at least I can speak for myself, I believe that to God, we are all precious, and and every person is precious in this world. And so um, our stories are important, and our stories point to how wonderful he is. We are, we are his creations, and, and he, cre- he not only created us, but he loves us. We believe he loves us, and that he, as you can hear from our stories, he's, he's intertwined with, with what we do, and he does hear and answer prayers, as, I, as we're testifying to. So, again, we thank you for your prayer. And furthermore, we also like to thank the radio stations, 98.3 FM, where we got our start, the Catholic Voice of the Palm Beaches, WPBVRadio.com is where you can listen to them 24-7 Catholic Radio. If you are being blessed by this program, we don't ask for money, but they have an operating budget and they need help. So please pray about helping them. No donation is too small. WPBVRadio.com. Also, 100.1 FM, the Catholic, uh, sorry, Prince of Peace Catholic Radio, the sister station, which is in the wonderful location of the Treasure Coast. Thank you again for all you out there that listen and pray for us. And also Catholic Radio Network, the 18 mega stations in the middle of our country covering almost all uh, of the states of Missouri, Kansas, and Colorado. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Podcast listeners, thank you. We know you're out there. And for those who are hearing us in other places, we thank you because we do, we do hear we're being heard in Texas, and I don't know where else. But if you do want to rebroadcast this, we do it for free. Any ripple of this spreading good news about how God has, has blessed the people here, it, we're happy to allow you to, to rebroadcast this. You have our permission as long as you respect this program. Don't take it out of context. We would always appreciate you letting us know that you're doing it. But there's no charge, and if you could reach out to me at my business, ZagariaVocalAcademy.com. It's my last name, Z-A-G-A-R-I-A, VocalAcademy.com. You can email me there, contact me there with anything. If you need to reach out to Jeff or Jackson, you can reach me there, and, I can, and I'd be happy to pass along a message. So getting back to Jeff Miller-Sachs, my good friends and uh, the, uh, the great songwriter, who made this wonderful record that's just like... And by the way, Jeff, I mean, Jeff, man, I'm telling you, I know you were going to be a basketball star on top of it, but which is really <laughs> true. You, you'll hear about that in, in one of those episodes. But but Jeff, I mean, Jeff was going to play for the Celtics as far as he was concerned. Uh, uh, yeah. Right, Jeff? So, Got out of plans. I would have loved to have seen you out there with Larry Bird, but um, oh. that would have been wonderful. Jeff, uh Feed, feeding him the ball. You'd be next to DJ. I don't know. Who knows? So, so, so Jeff. Uh, I think things worked out the way they were supposed to. Yeah, of course they did. Of course they did. So, Jeff, we have approximately. Yeah, we got. We don't have a lot of time. We have about three, four minutes here. So let's okay. talk about now. You're you had your giving shelter CD. It's amazing. Go buy it, folks out there. Buy it. Just buy it. It's going to bless you. Buy a bunch of them because they make great gifts. And Hanukkah and Christmas are coming. And I know you have birthdays out there every month to give gifts. So you're going to be blessing all these cancer patients. You're going to be blessing um, 
it's just a blessing goes around in, 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 in so many ways. Givingshelter.land, sorry, .bandcamp.com is where you can buy this record. There's another record that's brand new out there. Jeff, tell us about the Giving Shelter, excuse me, about the Giving Shelter project, which is also you've brought in the maybe the most famous garage band ever, right? Yes. They're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for Gloria, and you're a part of them. Um, and you produced this amazing record, and I've and I was part of. I am so honored that I was part of the listening, listening all the way through, from you know some of the raw material, the the, the pre mixes and the mastering and so on. What a beautiful album! What an amazing job you did on that. Please tell Thank us about you. that record. Very quickly, because we don't have much time. The Shadows of Night um, have been around since 1964. In 1965-66, they recorded Van Morrison's song Gloria, and it went to the top of the charts. The band has been continuing ever since, but the classic lineup only did two albums together. And then everybody went their separate ways, except for the singer, Jimmy Sons. And Jimmy, um, in 2016, had a stroke right before his 70th birthday. So we had this idea of bringing back the surviving original members of the classic lineup. They came, we did a concert, I recorded and filmed it, as well as having the honor of performing in it. And now it's available at givingshelter.bandcamp.net. It's the second um, Giving Shelter project where a portion of the proceeds will go towards helping cancer patients and their families with some of the things that, that I do out of pocket, like help with getting medicines that you can't get here. Um, and Jeff, other Jeff, we're, we're, we're at the end here, but a lot of that stuff's covered in the other podcasts. And of course we want to have you on again. Um, Thank you. Go and buy that record folks to both of them. That's giving shelter dot land. Sorry. Dot bands camp, B A N D camp.com. There's the bumper music. Jeff Miller Sachs, brother. Love you. Thank God bless Love you, me. my friend. Thank you for coming on. So good to see your face. Likewise, Jackson, too. Yes, Jackson. Thanks, man. I mean, you are... <laughs> Jackson, I would ask your opinion, but I don't have enough time. Oh, no. What, what should... <laughs> Jackson's you were... the ultimate in cool. Yeah. <laughs> Jackson is like... Jackson is the ultimate of cool. That's very good. Well, thank you, and God bless you and your families out there. Praise you, Lord, listeners, and most of all, praise you, Lord, to praise.